Hi, everyone. So I just was going to talk today about vulnerability, and it's kind of an interesting topic on a sales or business-related podcast, but I think it's an important one, and it's one that I think that is probably critical now because we're living in this COVID world and people are going through shit and being vulnerable is what continues to resonate. I always think about leadership and authenticity and that people will only follow people that they believe in and that they believe what they're telling them is is truth and that they can trust. And that requires you being extremely authentic. And People are really intuitive, you know, like they see right through that shit. And especially in a sales environment, like if someone is not authentic and they just come off like they're blowing smoke and they just come off like they're trying to sell you because it's convenient for them, it's so poorly received and it won't resonate in a sale, even if they like what you're talking about. They like your tech and they like your product or they like your service. So I keep thinking about like the higher conversion rates and, you know, how do you have a conversion rate that's significant or how do you get that travel back on the road who perhaps wouldn't be um, as inclined to rebook those tickets or however this is applying to you specifically. And I think that right now it comes with vulnerability. So if you listen to this podcast and you listen to a bunch of the other ones that I've done, I talk a lot about things like, you know, selling with empathy and I talk about using your EQ over your IQ right now. And I talk about ways that you can tell stories to promote vulnerability and authenticity and trust. But I think part of it is really just getting to the nuts and bolts of your unique self right now and like who you are as a person and explaining that because it is what continues to resonate. So you've heard me talk about things like altruism is trending, right? Where people are going and seeking out these posts that are super altruistic, talking about, you know, I'm not taking a salary this year as CEO of a company and that's then getting a million likes and and these type of things. It's because it's not just about the fact that they're doing something altruistic. Like the more I think about it, it's about them being vulnerable. It's about saying this is who I am and what I'm going through. And people, the same way they seek out like a therapist or a psychiatrist, are seeking that like-minded thinking that I'm not in it by myself, that this shit is real for everyone, authenticity. And I think that for the many of you who are still following this podcast and you're listening to me, you probably like it or the ones that resonate with you most are probably the ones where I'm most vulnerable. So there's a lot of irony there because those are the ones that I was most uncomfortable to put up. So if you give as an example, the one um, that is about the biggest problem is your biggest problem, like one of my early ones, I felt so raw when I put that up. Like I probably deleted it two or three times. I felt so awkward. I just didn't know if I ever wanted to share that story because I usually don't tell anyone that story, but I felt like, you know what, I'm just going to go for it. When you're by yourself in your room and you're not actually saying it in front of a person, it can come out. So I just kind of went for it. By far, uh, the one I have gotten the most feedback on or like one that I was trying to be funny on was another one that I really questioned. But again, most views, most likes. So those are the things where you're like, oh, damn, like if I'm just me, people kind of get it and they're just like for it and that's who is listening to you or hearing you. So I think it's the same as like your customers. You know, it's like if you are you then they are going to resonate with that and they're going to be more inclined to like you or not. Like I look at it like if your conversion on things is normally 30%, 
but you're not being you and you're just keeping it strictly professional and you're not showing you, that's good. But I tend to think that when you are being 100% yourself, that's where things pivot and you get much higher of a conversion rate or more people that are inclined to like you or buy from you or just want to be around you or just believe you. And therefore they believe in what you're telling them. And therefore they think that it's a good decision for them because they actually have a level of trust in the foundation of your partnership. So for me, I think about like my conversion rate and people would always be like, how the hell is your conversion rate so high when I was selling? And I really think it's because like someone dropped me on my head when I was a kid and I just am a hundred percent me. And that when it resonates, it makes people go, okay, yeah, like I trust you and I want to have you around me. So I guess my, my point here is no, don't be afraid of vulnerability. Like if you're going through something or you're talking about how this is affecting you or you want to discuss like why you're having this conversation with a prospective customer right now, I don't think it's going to be poorly received. And I think that if you crack things open in a conversation in terms of saying like, I'm a lot slower than I normally would be. Obviously in my world working in travel, it's changed and it's awkward and it feels tone deaf to reach out to someone who might not be traveling today. But I'm just trying to understand what your key goals are because if nothing else in this time frame, I want to make sure that I solidified our partnerships and just get you on the best possible pathway moving forward. So just really hoping to have a super transparent conversation with you today and see how I could help. Like those are the things that I think it's okay to just open it up and be honest and the people are more inclined to buy from that than have like a super salesy vibe where you're kind of just not accepting the reality of what's around us. Um, that and I also think that you should make sure your storytelling includes vulnerability or humor. Like sometimes you almost have to excuse it, but it can still work. Like I obviously excuse mine by saying that the way that I deal with stress is by focusing on elements I can control and in humor. So I'll even say like, excuse me if I have to make this joke right here, but people will still laugh and it will resonate. Like I was actually thinking about this when I was in the hospital with my daughter because she's definitely cut from the same cloth as her mother. And she's just got the one-liners for days. I mean, the things that come out of her little mouth at four years old. So she's talking to an ophthalmologist who's dealing with her eye. And she says to him, what am I even doing here? I didn't need a bat. (laughs) And like, first of all, what? Like, so inappropriate. What does that even mean? Obviously, she pulled two things together from COVID and what she'd seen on the news or heard in the background. But the doctor just burst out laughing, like hysterical, hysterical laughter, and was just like, what? Like, this kid is ridiculous. And it was just all the time. Like, she's hitting him with this stuff. Like, for example, another one the nurse would say every time she left the room, "Um, can I get you anything? And obviously meaning like Motrin, um, gauze, you know, can I get you anything? My daughter, silly scent mystery putty. They sell it at Target. And she's so dead serious, like trying to send the the nurse out to tag it for her. And again, just, you know, cackling, laughing. One of her nurses was so obsessed with her. She'd just be in the room every day for like an hour at a time instead of five minutes because she's like, this kid is so entertaining. But I say it because it's like I look at her and I'm like, you are just you. Like you are so authentically you in your little suits and your weird little outfits and your Harry Potter glasses and your personality. And society and life and business and everything like 
takes that from us and it strips us from us. But the reason why people resonate is, and they like you or they like her in that is because she's her. And it's so simple. But sometimes I feel like I learn all these moments and these epiphany moments from my four-year-olds because I'm just like, yes, that is right. That is it. And I think that if you approach everything right now with like being a hundred percent you, what you'll find is that your conversion rate probably will go up and it's because people will trust you. Like I look at who do we like, you know, look at your group of friends, look at your closest allies at work. Are they all like you or some of them completely different? We don't just surround ourselves with people exactly like us. A lot of our closest allies are people who have very different personality types. So don't think that just because you being authentically you when you're talking to a client or a prospective client is going to scare them off because they're not like you, it might make them love you. Like we all love different people in our families and in our friends and in our work environments. So the message of today's podcast I hope has resonated because it's been a long ramble and a bit of a rant and I apologize, but it's just being authentically you and using that vulnerability with every conversation you're having, especially in the world that we're living in right now, because I do think it's what separates you. And it also just makes more people inclined to like you and to trust you and to want to move forward with you. Have a good one, everybody. Thank <music> you.